0: Helping you plan for a successful retirement. And what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and Elder Law Attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions
1: expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Well, it's another Saturday, and you know what that means. Uh, time for the Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, the uh, the menial, nothing-to-do co-host, because the star of the show is actually ah. Elder Law Attorney, oh. Phil George, with us again. How you doing, buddy? <laughs>
2: doing well, doing well. You're getting better at reading that. To, uh, uh, yeah, I know. Time. <laughs> I know.
1: It, I, I, you know, the thing is, Phil gives me a nickel every time, <laughs> every time I read the uh, his introduction, being so full of, pl- of uh, plaudits and everything. Anyway, good seeing you. Everybody. good seeing you too um for those who want to be involved with the show and it is all about aging, pretty much anything you know that has to do okay. with uh, with aging you know it could be health care could be uh medicare uh insurance uh just pretty much anything mm-hmm. uh like i said that has to do with aging uh if you want to uh send phil an email radio at safeharborlegal.com
2: radio at safeharborlegal.com can they also uh, call you with a absolutely. question absolutely you can call me 360-746-7169 mm-hmm. whatever Whatever you're most comfortable with, you know, we don't, we won't share your name, we won't share your information, mm-hmm. but getting your questions on board and answering those for for all the other folks out there, that's incredibly important. People want, people have the same questions you do, mm-hmm. so send them in.
1: Okay, what are we going to chat about today? So
2: today we've got some good ones. I got a question from a client. This one came in. They want to know what the difference is between Medicare Advantage and supplemental Medicare that's plans. That's a
1: big mm-hmm. question right now because mm-hmm. of uh, open, open enrollment, enrollment and confusion. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Then okay. we're going to move into a couple of articles. First one, we're going to talk about uh, just some purchases you might want to think about making before retirement. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is uh, six signs that you can't afford to retire. So we'll talk about those. And then finally, we'll get to my favorite segment, the wrap-up. We'll Mm -hmm. put a nice, neat bow around everything and then uh, send you on your way for this Saturday. Yeah, trying to um, just set your family up for success and retirement. That's what it's uh, all about.
1: So, uh, Phil, you want to jump into uh, the uh, client question? Let's do it. Okay. Um, You had a uh, client company saying, I'm totally confused – by a lot of the Medicare terminology. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm confused by those TVs. Yeah, ads absolutely. What absolutely. is the difference between Medicare Advantage and the supplemental Medicare plans?
2: And so this is such this is such a great question, and it's going to take me a little while to answer it. Okay. But I, I appreciate the asking of it because, you know, traditional Medicare doesn't get a lot of play out there, and it doesn't get a lot of play because guys like Tom Selleck and and uh, Joe Namath and those mm-hmm. guys, they can't advertise for traditional Medicare. As a matter right. of fact, it's illegal to, to advertise for traditional. Medicare and mm-hmm. Medigap policies and all that kind of stuff. So Jay Walker, exactly. I know my exactly. Yeah. So there's 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 kind of a gap in knowledge there where people are you know they just don't have a lot of it. And so mm-hmm. Medicare Advantage and Medigap plans, they're not they're not apples and apples, right? Mm-hmm. They're apples and oranges. And okay. so that's what we'll talk about here today, just in this first segment, okay. is kind of what that difference is. And so initially, uh, you know, people are on Medicare are either on a traditional Medicare plan, an original Medicare plan, or they're in a, a Medicare Advantage plan. Okay. And so we've kind of talked about the different parts of Medicare recently here over the past few weeks as we lead up to the open enrollment period, but I mm-hmm. thought it'd be a good idea to just kind of refresh ourselves, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about Medicare, the first two things you're going to talk about are Part A and Part B. Yeah. Now, part A covers things like, uh, hospital visits, uh, visits to skilled nursing homes, um, some long-term, uh, or some nursing facility stuff that, mm-hmm. that's not long-term care, uh, will help you cover some costs, hospice and in-home care as long as certain conditions are met. So they and they're usually not a premium. Exactly. This, right? there's, there's no okay. premium for this okay. uh, unless of course you haven't worked long enough. Okay. You don't have yeah. your 40 quarters of work. Mm-hmm. So most folks, like I said, don't have to, don't have to pay that part a premium, uh, um, um, and so that's what part A is, mm-hmm, right? Okay. Part B covers medically necessary services. Uh, so supplies uh, needed to diagnose and treat your medical condition, preventive services, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Medicare A and Medicare B are designed to cover about 80% or so of the total cost, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And of course, that leaves you with what's called a gap. Yeah. <laughs> right? Of course, a there's a 20%. Yeah. And,
1: and by the way, the the mm-hmm. uh, premium on uh, Medicare B, if I remember right on mm-hmm. my Social Security check, they uh, they yank like about 170 bucks. That's exactly that. right. Okay. 170 right.
2: bucks. And it will probably go up next year, right. but this year 2022 it's probably it's about 170 bucks. Okay. So, Medigap policies, right? This is where you look at plan L through plan N. They call it a Medigap policy because it's designed to plug that 20% gap. Yeah. Um now it it's basically pol- policies that... They don't cover prescription drugs. You kind of have to get another Part D that's sold separately. Um, It makes your out-of-pocket expenses more reliable. Mm -hmm. You have more freedom to choose what doctor you want to see, that type of thing. Now, they're probably going to be more expensive than a lot of Medicare uh, Advantage plans. Mm -hmm. But the Medigap policies that you see, um, the ones that I've seen, offer offer. Really good coverage.
1: Well, I think mine is about a hundred and maybe sixty yeah. a month or whatever. I, th- I think yep. I told you before. Total insurance. I'm paying yeah. about what three forty or so yeah, a month. And, exactly right. You know, by, my story back in 2018 mm-hmm. when I, I broke my leg, had that double compound fracture, uh, which would have run into six figures. Yep. When it was all over, I had the Medigap, I had uh, Medicare, mm-hmm. I also had the RX plan. Absolutely. Uh, advised to me, and I think my out of pocket for that year was like 380 dollars.
2: And they're fantastic plans. Yeah. The Medigap. Plans—they're fantastic plans. Mm-hmm. People don't go with them for two reasons: one, because they're not advertised, yeah, uh, and, and then two, because they they are more expensive. They're gonna, you know, you can find Medicare Advantage plans that are gonna be, you know, zero premium. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna pay your Part B premium, right? Yeah. The 170 bucks, but mm-hmm. there won't be anything else tacked onto
1: that. It can also be confusing because there's a lot of letters. It's like an alphabet exactly. soup on the Medicare.
2: Absolutely, plans. absolutely. Okay. Now, Medicare Advantage plans are mm-hmm. a different animal. Medicare Advantage plans are designed to kind of package everything together. Okay. They're designed to become your off the same services as part A and part B and to plug the gap and to, a lot of them gives prescription drug coverage too. And so what you're getting with traditional Medicare, you they're segmented. You've got Part A, Part B, uh, you've got a Medigap policy, and then you've got a Part D for prescriptions, mm-hmm. and everything's kinda segmented and you're gonna see different bills coming in and all that kind of stuff where that's where this stuff is coming out of. With a Medicare Advantage plan, it, it's truly like everything's been packed up and thrown into a motorhome for you mm-hmm. and now you yeah. just have the the one cost that you're paying with this Medicare advantage and, plan. You know,
1: I've made a lot of fun of uh, you know, like Joe Namath and, yeah. and JJ Walker and all those. And and I don't want to do disparage sure. uh, uh, Medicare Advantage plans mm-hmm. because it, those could be right for somebody.
2: The, exactly right. Depending They're, on your conditions. That's exactly yeah. right. The, it just depends on what's going on, on in your life, kind of what your health is like, what you're looking for, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Medicare Advantage, there's, there's nothing wrong with them. They, they do. they have uh, You can get low premium or no premium mm-hmm. plans and all that kind of stuff. Now, there are some issues with them. Now, they, they have to, the reason that they can offer such low prices is that they go through networks. And right. so So with Medicare Advantage plans, one of the issues is you're kind of limited on, on who you can see if you want to go see somebody, right? So if you have, let's say you have, uh, some rare condition that befalls you some Mm -hmm. sort of, I don't know, something awful, just imagine it, um, if you're on an Advantage plan, then a Medicare Advantage plan, then you're kind of stuck in your network. Mm-hmm. If you're on a traditional Medicare plan, that means you could pack up, uh, head into into Minnesota, and go to the Mayo Clinic, mm-hmm. and and they can take care of you there, and it would be covered by your traditional Medicare plan. Yeah, and the so, major- majority of a doctor's hospitals, uh, absolutely, take the them. vast majority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if if that choice is important to you, then a traditional Medicare plan with a Medigap policy is probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. If the cost is the most important issue to you, then the Medicare Advantage plan is probably the way to go. Mm -hmm. But you can see why I said you're not really comparing apples to apples when you compare Medicare Advantage to Medigap. Again, Medicare Advantage, this is kind of an all-encompassing, they now take care of everything. They they are your Part A. They are your Part B. They are your Medigap. They cover everything. Mm -hmm. They're your Part D. When you talk about Medigap... That's just one piece of the traditional Medicare plan. Yeah, that's taking care of the 20%. Exactly. Right. Just plugs the 20% hole. Yeah. So
1: that's what it, that's really the difference there. I assume you would uh, tell people to um, direct themselves to Absolutely. somebody who knows and, and, and yes. give them all the information. We're talking exactly. about an you know, expert in the field or uh, you know, someone who knows about Medicare, yes. Medicare Advantage, Medicare exactly. And you, you give them all the information in, in your uh, situations, yes. and then
2: they can say, "Okay, this is probably what's going to work." Absolutely. And I can't tell you how many times I've sat down with clients. It's you know during the initial conversations with them, I find out that they are coming up on either in an open enrollment period because they're not happy with their current plan mm-hmm. or they're coming up on 65. So they want to think about what plan they're going to have in the future. And that's one of the services that we offer. We, we work with them. We work with, you know, helping them find somebody to sit down with them. Uh, you know, then we go over the information that they get. We mm-hmm. help them pick what might be right for them. Yeah. But we kind of give them some direction. There's one of the things I think that keeps people from doing a lot of this planning is this that there's so much of it right there you have to talk to healthcare professionals you have to talk to financial professionals and how do you keep track of where you are and what you're supposed to be doing and what questions to ask Mm -hmm. that's really what life planning is yeah that's kind of what i guide you through Mm -hmm. um i become well a project manager from my old boeing days uh we figure out kind of what you want to conquer first those issues that you want to tackle first we make a project plan out of it and then that's what we do
1: If you have a question for Phil, uh, you can email him, radio at safeharborlegal.com. We'll be happy to uh, address it on a future show. You can call him also, 360-746-7169. What are we going to chat about next? We're going to talk about some purchases you might want to consider making before you retire.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Uh, Phil George, Elder Law Attorney with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. It's the Aging Hour on KGMI.
0: Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire.
3: Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the US are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
4: Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
3: How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
1: Back on the show. I call it uh, the big show. Uh, it is the Aging Hour with uh, Phil George, Elder Law Attorney, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis. Uh, I just push the buttons. I let Phil uh, talk most of the time because ah. he always brings uh, good advice and uh, and good stuff to think about uh, here when it comes to, uh, to aging. Uh, you want uh, you want Phil to answer a question for you? Well, you can uh, send him an email, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Harbor Legal.com. radio at safeharborlegal.com. Now, Mm -hmm. um, in the uh, teasing segment, right before we uh, came back on the air, you Uh said there might
2: be some purchases we want to make before... We retire? Yeah. So this is an article out of uh, Yahoo Finance, a gal, okay. Heather Taylor. She, she was the author of it. And the title was Eight Purchases Everyone Approaching Retirement Should Make. And I thought to myself, well, that'd be something interesting to talk about with Bill here this Saturday. Okay. So uh, here are some things that this lady thinks that uh, they're, they're, they're purchases that you should really consider. And so okay. the first one is home improvement items. Okay. So large home improvement items, right? Things that um, are really charges that she says you should make while you're still working, while you're receiving that income. I would assume these these would be fa- yeah. well not expensive, but fairly sizable things. Exactly, thanks. larger, okay. you know, yeah. more than twenty thousand okay. dollars. That's about what she was going with here. Mm-hmm. And so these include things like getting a new roof on your home, replacing all of your windows, doing structural stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe adding a wing to your home or something like that. Yeah. But getting all of these big ticket home improvement items out of the way while you're still working or during the last few uh, years of your mm-hmm. employment mm-hmm. ends it up meaning that you won't have to... Obviously, you don't have to show that out after you're retired when you're on that fixed income. Yeah. So that one, to me, I don't know. It makes sense, right? Total you want to get that stuff out of the way. Right. Number two, numero dos. Uh, so of the purchases that you should make before you retire, dental work. So Interesting. Exactly yeah. right. Uh-huh. Now, most Medicare, like we were talking about in the previous segment, a lot of the Medicare... Uh, Medigap policies—they don't cover—they don't cover dental. You have to get something separate for that. Mm-hmm. There are some Medicare Advantage plans that do bundle in dental, but there's not a lot of them. So the dental coverage you get in retirement isn't as robust—nearly as robust—as the dental coverage you have while you're still working. Okay, during yeah. those you know last few years of retirement. Mm-hmm. And so for those folks that have you know that need things like cleanings and fillings and tooth extractions and dentures and dental plates and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you might want to invest in that stuff before you retire, one, so that, you know, your your work health insurance can cover it. Sure. Um, but two, just so, you know, if there are any other big out-of-pocket costs, you can take care of that before retirement. So, again, that doesn't hit you in the, in you know, now that all of a sudden you've got uh, uh, fixed income.
1: Yeah.
2: So dental work, that's a big one. I'm sensing the big ticket items is what Absolutely. we're talking about here. Try yeah. to take care of those before you retire. You would think so until we yeah. get to number three, and this one kind of shocked me. So numero tres uh, of the big purchase items that this lady, Heather Taylor, thinks that you should get before you retire, Mm -hmm. an AARP membership. Hmm. So I'm wondering where she might work. <laughs> ah yeah. so anyway.
1: You could do that when you're fifty, right? Fifty, exactly okay. right.
2: No. And so that's what she says. She says you can go on, you can get on to, to med or to ARP when you're fifty, you can sign up for it. Uh membership costs about twelve bucks for the first year. And then she goes on to talk about all of the different services they offer, right? Mm-hmm. Um you can get discounts on travel and on uh on different products like uh groceries and meal delivery services mm-hmm. and online gift retailers and all of that kind of stuff hmm. and you know the aarp there i've got nothing against them um obviously you know they don't uh, i don't want to advertise for them but i think that they do a pretty decent job of of offering folks um you know different opportunities um mm-hmm. as they retire whether again, like it's get travel bucks or anything back, else uh pretty easy on coupons and absolutely things like that. Okay. absolutely nothing right. wrong with that at all okay so that was number three now how about four Number four is insurance, and so oh, okay. obviously we've spent a lot of time talking about this. But mm-hmm. you want to make sure uh, that you're correctly signed up for Medicare. So you want to get that that insurance. Purchased, you want to avoid penalties, right? You want to avoid these increased premiums. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you get your Part D. This is even if you aren't currently taking prescriptions. And well, I think it's, you it's, mentioned this. It's
1: a law, isn't it? Don't you have to have? or you going to? No, you can.
2: Or? You can decide you don't want it. Yeah. But if if you if later on you have a prescription and uh, you okay. probably yeah. will, gotcha. You got to go back on Part D. They will penalize you, and it's a penalty for the rest of your life that right. you're going to have an increased premium. So go you really ahead need get to get it, be done careful ahead. of that. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are other things too. You know, if you want uh, gym memberships or sneakers or chiropractic services or acupuncture, any other of that holistic medicine, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're getting the right Medicare plan for you so that you can get those things covered as well. So,
1: well, I, yeah, because I know on mine, on Medicare, mm-hmm. uh,
2: is, is it called Silver sneakers, Silver sneakers or something like that? I yeah. think
1: it's like 25 bucks a year for exactly a gym right. membership. Yeah. yeah. So, you
2: can go down to the, the Y here. I know that's one of them here in, in Bellingham mm-hmm. that, uh, that works with that program. It's yeah. just fantastic. Nice. Uh, the other kind of insurance you might want to think about is long-term care insurance. Now, mm-hmm. this is one of those insurances that everybody hears about from their financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Very, very few people actually take them up on it. Um, it can be pricey. It can be extremely pricey Mm -hmm. depending upon when you sign up for it. If you sign up for it in your fifties, it's going to be much more affordable than it's going to be in your sixties. Um, but you just have to watch out. The premiums will continue to go up. Yeah. Um, my personal take on, on, uh, long-term care insurance is that as long as the premiums, as long as, as you can afford the premiums, Mm -hmm. uh, as long as you're not choosing between premiums for long-term care insurance and eating. Yeah. Um, then you're you're okay. Idea. You can do yeah. it. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. All right. Number so five. that was number yeah. four. Number mm-hmm. five, treasury bonds. Huh. So uh, now. This one seemed like a bit of a stretch to me for big purchase items after retirement. But again, um, maybe a good idea to diversify your retirement portfolio during the first few years of retirement. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is that these series I savings bonds are, are basically protected securities. Uh, they can help protect the cash that you might have, Mm -hmm. uh, if you needed to have, you know, something that was relatively liquid that you could get money out of in the future if you needed to. So, Mm -hmm. Purchasing something like a treasury bond might help your portfolio. Okay. All right. So treasury bonds. Um, mm-hmm. Number six. Number six. Athletic shoes. What? Athletic shoes. Get those before you retire? Get those before you retire. Hmm. And the, the the gist behind this one is you want to set yourself up for success in retirement. Mm-hmm. And one of the best things you can do um, is to stay active. Oh. Uh, yeah, and absolutely. to stay social. Yeah. So if you can have the intent to do that and show that intent by, you know, maybe purchasing a real good pair of shoes. I gonna and say, you should, go out and lay 150 absolutely. bucks on a pair of athletic shoes. Absolutely. You it go, kind hey, of forces you. To I'm not
1: going to let them sit in the closet. I'm going to
2: lace these things up and right. get out there. You join nice. a walking group. You're killing two birds with one stone. You're being social and you're being active.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Having those athletic shoes might just, you know, like we were talking about, might just spur you to get off the couch a little bit faster to kind of get out there, make new friends, mm-hmm. have a good time, walk around.
1: Stay, uh, stay healthy. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. I, I would not have thought about that, but that's a very good idea. I
2: agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So the next one, number seven, mm-hmm. reliable smartphone. Hmm. Yes. Now this is one of those ones. It, so it does a couple of different things. Now, first one, of all, do,
1: do I need to go get my fifteen hundred dollar brand new iPhone fifteen <laughs> or whatever
2: they're advertising right now? <laughs> uh, I, you know what? No. Okay, that's uh, what you, I you can get a you can get a much older phone and still have all the all the. Uh, all the the smartphone capabilities without and, and paying I'll tell, all and the I'll huge tell you what, costs. Let me give
1: you a little. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show you my phone right uh-huh. now. You you have an iPhone or you Android?
2: I do. I have iPhone. You have iPhone.
1: Yeah, iPhone. Yeah. Uh, I have an HTC oh. M One M Nine. It was manufactured in twenty. 20- Fourteen. Oh wow! All right, uh, and it is still yeah. supported by AT and T. Uh, good, and it's the best smartphone I've ever had. Good, and it's like what is it, six, eight years old? That's it's perfect. And what I did was I went on eBay, yeah. and bought like five of them uh, at, at good. like fifty bucks each, yeah, yeah, and then just put them aside, yeah, and when this one craps out. Right. You got a new a, one right yeah, there. So anyway, that's Absolutely. what I do. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't need the brand new sexy, no. you know, sexiest you, iPhone. You
2: don't. But yeah. but having an iPhone, it does a couple of different things. One, it helps you keep, or not an iPhone, but a smartphone. Yeah. Helps you keep up with technology, you know, that way you can you know what's going on. You can Google things with your phone. You can do that kind of stuff. It also makes sure that you're keeping connected, whether that's, you know, with your kids through text messages or emails and that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of times people miss out on that. You mm-hmm. know, uh, younger generations now, most of their communication is through is through text rather than over the phone so it just helps make sure that you're connected to your family that way okay all right so get a good reliable smart a good reliable smart good mm-hmm. way to go okay and then the final one ocho the ocho okay right number eight buy an america the beautiful pass Huh. No, I wasn't even really sure what this was. I don't know what that is. So I, I looked it up. And an America the Beautiful Pass is basically it's about eighty bucks and it allows two people to access more than two thousand recreational areas managed by, by federal agencies. So mm-hmm. it's like going to the uh you know, the Mount Baker Park. Um, the, the national forest up here if you want uh, to hike or you go to one of their places where you have to park your car and it says mm-hmm. you have to have the pass and that kind of stuff this pass will make sure that you have access to those ah. and so what they're saying is that for a very you know uh, modest amount of money, you can, between that and a pair of tennis shoes, you can have access to all sorts of just wonderful, beautiful terrain. You can see a, a large portion of this great country of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you can get out there and you can do that during the first, you know, the first several years of your retirement when you want to be out there hiking and, and in nature and seeing nice. trees and all that kind of good stuff. So, Bill
1: George, elder law attorney, the aging hour, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. What's up next?
2: Next, we're going to talk about those things that might be a sign that you cannot afford to retire just quite yet. coming up on KGMI.
4: Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete but we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you wanna learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com.
3: That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington state is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the US are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
1: The latest local news and
0: important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com.
1: And we're back on the show. Uh, it's the Aging Hour by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. And uh, Phil George, elder law attorney with that fine establishment, uh, is with us. If you would uh, like Phil to address a subject or a question in the future, we'd be happy to do so. You can email him. Here's the address, radio at dot safeharborlegal.com. Radio at safeharborlegal.com. Phil, they can also call you at uh, 360-746-7169. If they don't reach you, they Mm -hmm. can certainly leave a message or leave uh, their question. Absolutely, yeah. And we'll uh, we'll talk about it on a uh, future show. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, of course, you had to be a a, a negative Nancy uh, uh, talking about this uh, segment we've got coming up here. uh, Signs that
2: what? You can't. Exactly. You just can't retire retire because you don't. Exactly. You can't afford, okay. Well, you know what, Bill, like you told me, life's not all roses and lollipops No, it's there. Not. You know, you got to have a little bit of gray in your sky every once in a while. Okay. So this is an article out of Yahoo Finance. Uh, the author is a Casey Bond, and the article's title is Six Signs You Can't Afford to Retire. Well, I like the fact that you bring reality to Absolutely, that's yeah. what I try to do. A little dose right. of reality, you know, between friends, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, according to this 2021 survey by, by this, uh, it's a Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies uh, nearly half of workers say they don't think that they saved enough for retirement. Now, 57% of workers say that their plan to keep working in retirement, and of those 57%, Eighty percent of them say that they're they're doing that because they they just can't afford to retire. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. so these now we're going to talk about with that backdrop. We're going to talk about the six signs that you might not yet be able to retire. I mentioned
1: uh, <clears throat> this to you in a, in a previous show that mm-hmm. I thought it was it was either in Forbes or, or some magazine that mm-hmm. uh, said if you if you want to retire, uh, you know, just comfortably, not mm-hmm. not in a palace or anything mm-hmm. like that. That uh, you needed a you needed a portfolio of. $1.8 to $2.5 uh, And, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, I, I talked to you about that, about yeah. what uh, Lisa and I have going on. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. we're doing okay, but yeah. I'm not sure, you know, right. we have a portfolio yeah. that's that
2: hefty. Well, I think that people get a lot of, and, you know, people hear those kinds of numbers, $1.8 million. It's and scary. They do. They mm-hmm. get scared. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, crap, why would I want to do any other planning if yeah. I know that I'm already just stuck in the mud right there? Right. And I got to tell you, folks, you don't need $1.8 million to retire. We all all know people that have retired very very successfully with far less than that okay but
1: so, this is uh, this is a segment uh, that uh, shows you
2: how uh, how some, you
1: can't retire six exactly. signs what's the
2: first one well and again grain of salt with all of these right okay. we'll uh, we'll talk through them so the first one if you have a very high level of debt you sense. might not be able to retire right. so some debt is okay right some debt is okay obviously if you have a little bit left on your mortgage or something like that that's mm-hmm. okay if there's a car loan that's coming to that's okay and so problems rise when you have very high levels of debt. And so what this article does is it uses percentages on that. So your mortgage expense, and so this includes everything. This would be your mortgage, your taxes, the insurance on it, all that kind of stuff. Your mortgage expense should be no more than twenty eight percent of your pre tax household income, and that's going up a little. I used to think it was a quarter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, twenty five percent. Yep. But uh, I
1: guess with interest rates, with the exactly. <laughs> excuse me, the uh, price of housing, they had to raise it. Exactly. Twenty eight so percent
2: had to go up just a few more here. Yeah. Now um, total debt, so mm-hmm. total debt in your home, and that's your housing debt, auto loans, credit cards, etc. They're saying that should be no more than thirty six percent of your pre tax income. Okay. So if you can keep within those those standards if you it, then then they're saying you're, you're okay, okay right? right if you're struggling to keep your debt down now though below these percentages then you might not just be able to retire quite yet so maybe just start getting something that debt to down. look at yeah okay. absolutely all right number two your spending exceeds your income well that's kind of a this no-brainer makes a lot of sense doesn't a lot of people do that absolutely yeah. they do a lot of people live their lives that way unfortunately mm-hmm. with credit card debt and all that yeah. but now while well, employed folks you know they can kind of look at that and if they're spending more than they're making they have the opportunity to say things to themselves like well maybe i'll get another job that pays more maybe i can work a few more hours get some overtime that kind of thing mm-hmm. but once you're retired those opportunities, they're, they're gone, right? right? They're right out the window. Yeah. And so it's it's incredibly important to, as you're approaching retirement, as you're looking at when you're going to be able to finally punch that button and, and not have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning anymore, mm-hmm. it's important to create that budget and stick to it. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that you can't do the shopping and the traveling and the hobbies and everything that you like to do, the going out to eat and the buying the grandkids, their presents and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you have to be have a realistic budget for it, mm-hmm. right? You have to know roughly what those things are going to cost. You have to account for those things. And you just have to be aware of it, right? So I guess if, sure you're, if be- you're spending
1: more than you're making, it mm-hmm. ain't time to retire.
2: Exactly. Okay. You, or you just might want to rethink a little yeah. bit your spending habits. All right. Now, number three, your emergency fund is running low mm-hmm. or it doesn't even exist. And I would think a lot of people would say... Uh, emergency fund <laughs> but so this this article says that for an emergency fund, you should have one year 's worth of expenses in a in an easy to remove kind of a, a cash kind uh, of position
1: well, considering what you spend money on your housing mm-hmm. and food and
2: things like that, that sounds like a substantial. Uh, mm-hmm. Amount. Uh, you, well, yeah, you think about how much people bring into their home over the course of the oh. year, and to have that ready for them. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a thinking, you know, amount.
1: your expenses with uh, with housing, with food, with everything. you know, let's say if it's uh, three thousand. Yeah. Okay, and it's probably more than that. Yeah, but if it's three grand. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to have thirty six k exactly
2: set aside. Exactly right. Okay. And the, what they're talking about here is that the, you know random car repairs or appliance. You know when you have to re- change out a fridge okay. or yeah. something. You know your your toilet blows up or you end up in the emergency room for some reason. Right. Mm-hmm. All those things can be really expensive and having that cushion of money becomes important. Yeah. And so what they're saying is that you know if you can put that money aside and put it in something real safe, something that you can withdraw it from easily, like a like a money market fund or maybe even a short term CD or a high yield savings account or something like that, mm-hmm. that puts you in the best possible position. Hmm. Now, in my mind, Bill, this is more of a, a wish than, a, than an actual necessity. I yeah. think that people can usually get by, obviously, with much less than a whole year's worth of expenses squirreled away. Mm-hmm. But... If you can do it, I think it's a good idea.
1: Okay. Uh, We're talking with Phil George, Elder Law Attorney, The Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, looking at the six signs that you uh, cannot afford to Mm -hmm. retire. So
2: number four. Number four. You haven't reviewed your portfolio recently. So if basically you started your job, and you signed up for the 401k or the IRA or whatever else, and you're getting your match, and you never looked at it again, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you're getting ready to retire, and you just kind of have a rough idea of maybe how much is in there, it's probably time to take a look at that. Okay. You want to make sure that things are allocated okay. You mm-hmm. want to make sure that you know these these downturns that you're seeing in the economy right now as yeah. far as you know how far things are dipping and things like that. You know you can you can situate yourself um, with your different investments to ride those things out better. And so, hmm. going in, talking to a financial professional about what's going on in your retirement portfolio, hopefully in the in the years leading up to retirement, not just the weekend before, sure makes a whole lot of sense. If you haven't yet talked to somebody about what that portfolio looks like, you might want to hold off on punching your button.
1: I I have a little advice uh, also, just from the uh, Davis McCoy Household, mm-hmm. uh, you when you're talking about reviewing your uh, portfolio, mm-hmm. uh, don't look at your 401k. Uh, three times a day Right uh, uh, it, we, we sometimes do that At the yeah. house And it drives us nuts Oh absolutely Oh, we lo- oh look at that We lost 36000 exactly. a day Oh wait exactly. No we made 40000 a day Oh yeah. wait Now we lost $20,000 oh, uh, down.
2: Yeah. Up exactly down. Yeah. Make an annual trip To go in and see your financial advisor And look at it then Okay what about, what, uh, what about insurance? Yeah So uh, number five These are the things That you want to make sure That you, you've done And if you yeah. haven't done them yet Then you're maybe not ready to retire So you lack adequate insurance mm-hmm. So like we've been talking about today. Obviously, having uh, medical insurance is extremely important. Mm-hmm. So deciding whether or not you want Medicare Advantage or original Medicare you know, kind of based on what your family health history is like, your current health history, how much money you're going to have available to pay premiums. Uh, do you need secondary health insurance? So is there something you're going to be doing? Are you going to be traveling quite a bit? Is there something specific you want to protect from? You need to look at that. Mm-hmm. Do you need long-term care insurance? We talked about this in the last segment, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that if, if you have a family with a propensity for or, um, maybe issues that that need long term care, like mm-hmm. if you have uh, Alzheimer's in your family or Parkinson's in your family, strokes in your family, that kind of thing. Yeah. then you might want to think about that that long term care insurance. Okay. Again, just make sure that you're at a point where, um, you know, those premiums that you're paying uh, are affordable, and mm-hmm. and think about it not just now, but if. 10 years from now, if you're on that fixed income, uh, are you still able to afford those premiums? So it's okay. something to look into. Yeah. Now, really, this is more less about do you have the insurance in place and more about have you thought about the costs of healthcare sure. in my mind, right? right. Um, you want to make sure before you retire that you've kind of figured into your budget exactly what that retirement is going to end up costing. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then so uh, finally here, uh, and I like this one, Bill, this one kind of took me off guard here because we've been talking about so many financial things. Uh, you don't have a social plan. Oh, well, yeah, you
1: got have, to gotta have friends, got to have a Got to got to be
2: able to, you know, don't... Tennis you, shoes. You, you don't want to
1: uh, hole up in your basement. Absolutely. Watching movies. All you
2: want to be out there. You want to be walking around with folks playing cribbage or bridge or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to tell you, the happiest and most successful people in retirement. And by successful, I don't mean that they won the lottery or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the people who really enjoyed their retirement the longest, stayed independent the longest, those are the folks that do two things uh, one, they're active, and two, they're social. And oh, okay. doing those things is incredibly important. And making a plan, because while you're working, you're basically talking a lot to coworkers, you're talking a lot to, you know, and you're on Facebook. And mm-hmm. that's about all the social activity most of us have time for so actually creating a plan of joining a club volunteering starting a hobby making friends outside of work doing that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. extremely important
1: Six things, uh, the six signs that you uh, cannot afford to retire. That's and my right. friend Phil George, elder law attorney with the Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, our final segment coming up. Uh, it's your favorite one, the wrap up. The wrap up. We'll be back with that here in just a moment on KGMI.
0: Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire.
4: Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70% let safe harbor legal solutions help safe harbor legal solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family that means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes no being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
3: How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones. If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
4: Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate that means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete but we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that if you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiasco's when you or your spouse passes then reach out to Save Harbor legal solutions Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. And
1: uh, a sad time for all. We are back for our final segment on the Aging Hour, the uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Mm-hmm. Aging Hour with uh, Elder Law Attorney Phil George at my side. I'm Bill Davis. And like I said, I just I just push the buttons and ask the silly questions, <laughs> and you come to us with uh, you know some uh, some things to think about. Here's your uh,
2: nickel. Huh? All right. Here's your nickel. I always get a
1: nickel. <laughs> he gives me a nickel. That's just a fun word to say. Lisa and I always talk about it. Well, you get a new listener, you get a nickel, right? You know? Just a fun word. Okay, so it is um, it is the wrap-up. Before mm-hmm. we get to that, if you do have a question uh, or uh, an idea for a topic, a future show, you can always uh, email Phil. And his uh, email address is radio at com. That's mm-hmm. radio at safeharborlegal.com. Dot .com and uh, we'll use that on a future show. So, uh, what did we uh, what did we do today?
2: So, we talked about a lot of good things today. The first one that came up was a great question from uh, from the email. And it was basically what's the difference between Medigap and Medicare Advantage plans? And and like we talked about that really wasn't comparing apples to apples. They they're, they're different animals. A Medigap plan is basically to cover the gap that's left, a uh, 20% gap that's left after Part A and Part B pay mm-hmm. their 80%. So, a Medigap policy is part of of what you get if you have a traditional medicare plan if you don't want traditional medicare if you'd rather have everything just bundled all together so your a your b everything else your part d sometimes is all packaged into one that's what a medicare advantage plan is now the advantages medicare advantage plan uh they have the zero premium policies uh Mm -hmm. you'll still have to pay your part b premium that so but there are zero some zero Mm -hmm. premium policies after that um, the downside of the advantage plans is you may not get as much choice as you would with a you're traditional kind of, like, you're
1: plan. You're kind of limited on your network,
2: right? Exactly right. Yeah. Traditional plans uh, that includes the Medigap policy. Uh, you're going to know exactly how much you're gonna it's gonna cost you, and the the cost is very predictive in the future, so you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about that changing every year. But uh, if you end up getting sick with something that's kind of funky that you need a real good specialist for, if something happens to you, you end up with a lung disease or something like that, and you have to go to the Mayo Clinic, then you can just pack up, go out to Minnesota. And with your Medicare that you have here, mm-hmm. you can you can get that taken care of and looked at. You're not stuck to the network. So they both have their, their benefits. Um, there's some drawbacks to each. It, it, it's all about talking to, just like everything in life, right? Talking to a professional, make sure you're making the right choice for you and your health and your family.
1: We covered that in one of our first segments. And by mm-hmm. the way, in detail, and yeah. by the way, I forgot to mention that if you uh, do want to go back and listen to that, oh, yeah. you can mm-hmm. do it at uh, mycom our mm-hmm. podcast page, but uh, there's also other areas.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, there are a lot of places you can hear us. Uh, you can hear us on uh, Spreaker.com. You can go to uh, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, anywhere, uh, anywhere where you can find podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can go in and you can search for The Aging Hour, and you'll see our, our whole showcase uh, by segment all the way back to the beginning there in June. And it's a good, really good way to share this message. So if you're listening to this in your car and you're thinking to yourself, man, you know, I I wish that I could get this message to my mom or my dad or my wife or my husband or something Mm like that, going on and finding these podcasts is a great way to do that. Um, also, they will soon be coming to my website. I'll okay. soon have links to these directly on my website for those nice. folks that are looking for them.
1: One of the other things we covered in a segment mm-hmm. uh, is uh, just before you go into retirement, there might be some major purchases you might want to think about. There are. Yeah. And
2: th- this article, Billy you knows, was kind of tongue in cheek, as most of these ones when we discuss these articles are. But there's, there are there's some good things. Advice there as we pick through it, and a lot of it is if there's going to be a big ticket item, like a, like a major home repair, a major home repair, yeah. dental work, things like that. Um, if you want new appliances, if anything like that that's going to be you know a, a bigger cost, it it's probably smart to do that in the three, four, five years leading up to retirement, mm-hmm. when you still have income coming in, when you can kind of still adjust your plan accordingly, rather than waiting till after you retire and being in a position now where oh man, I'm on a fixed income. Um, um, and, and now I've got these big expenses coming in and, and what do I do? Yeah. And so that was the real benefit to that article was, was the idea that those big ticket items are things that you should absolutely be thinking about before you retire.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you make those big purchases Mm -hmm. before you retire, and then suddenly you look up and go... Well, wait a minute. Uh, I, maybe I can't retire maybe, maybe after I, all. Maybe that was I can't. that was another segment we exactly. did on the show. Some signs that uh, maybe it's not time. exactly, yeah. and a
2: lot of these again, they they had to do to fi- with with finances. You know, if if you're coming up on, on your retirement and uh, you know you're spending more than you're making, or you don't have a lot in savings, or you know you have no idea what your four hundred one k looks like, or you have no plan or a anything lot of credit like
1: card that. Debt, big exactly. Time, yeah.
2: You know, it's it's <laughs> it's going into retirement. Um, you can do it one of two ways. You can get into retirement and just by falling off the rutabaga truck, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just kind of happens to you. Yeah. Um, or you can actually have a well thought out and planned retirement. And and I don't think that uh, people would be shocked by you know me telling them that you're going to have a much higher rate of success mm-hmm. if you actually plan these things out than if you're just you know letting it happen to you by falling out of the turnip truck.
1: Well, that's uh, yeah, that's what life planning. Uh, it's Absolutely. all about having everything, re- having
2: the goals ready. Maybe it really yeah. is, Bill, because successful planning is so much more than just sitting down with you know me and elder law attorney and talking to you about a will or a power of attorney or a living will. And don't get me wrong; those things are incredibly important. You mm-hmm. have to have those things in place. They they create kind of the structure that we use to do all of these other different things. But in truth, if you want to set yourself up, if you want to set your family up for a successful retirement, you have to talk about other things as well. You have to talk talk about your health you have to talk about your 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 housing situation you have mm-hmm. to talk about your finances you have to talk about your family dynamic and you have to really build a plan in each one of those areas mm-hmm. now these plans I'm talking about, life planning, they're they're not cookie cutter. They're different for everybody because everybody's in a different place. Mm-hmm. Some people are getting into retirement and, and they think to themselves, you know, I want to make sure I have a geriatric doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to put myself in the best possible position to be healthy when I retire. Um, you know, I want to make sure I have help getting Medicare. Some people already have that covered. Yeah, I have some people that say, "Oh, you know, I want to stay in my house until the very, very end." Um, but then they look at me and they haven't even considered what that means. Mm-hmm. And so I've, you know, I've talked about it on here before. I'll have a client that says, "I want to stay in my home until the very end," and I'll look at their home around me, and it's a four-story place, yeah. you know, with narrow narrow stairways, and, and
1: maybe they're walking with a cane. And exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you go wait a minute, this isn't for you. And you're year.
2: thinking yeah. to yourself, you know, what, in in what world are you going to be able to stay here until the end unless sure. you put an elevator in this thing? And yeah. And a lot of people, that's just not possible. Mm -hmm. So figuring out what your housing goals are, matching them up realistically with what's available to you and seeing, you know, What that looks like from your perspective and your family's perspective is incredibly important. Same thing with finances. You know, we talk about this. People think that just having the biggest pile of money possible is going to set them up for all sorts of success. Mm -hmm. And the truth is that's just not how it works. And we've used the examples of Casey Kasem and Robin Williams and Tim Conway and Prince and all Mm -hmm. of these other different people who had tens of millions of dollars. And then their retirement just flew completely off the rails. Right. And going back to the Casey Kasem example, right? He was he had dementia. He was in California, eighty million dollar estate. He had a just a crummy plan. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, now his family's fighting. One of his kids spirits him away, drives up the Oregon coast, and the poor guy dies in a crummy uh, nursing center in mm-hmm. uh, Gig Harbor. Yeah. So it's just having the biggest pile of money there. Isn't any kind of remedy for all of these different things that can happen to you,
1: you know? And, and you always impress upon us the mm-hmm. uh, the percentages. Of, Absolutely, uh, of, of people who who basically fail. Well, they, the they
2: really plans. do. Unfortunately, more than seventy percent of families, and these are seventy percent of families who have done planning. Mm-hmm. Most families haven't even done planning, but unfortunately, more than seventy percent of families who have done planning, the planning fails in retirement. Because it doesn't help them just cover the basics. And the yeah. basics in retirement planning are, I don't want to get forced into a nursing home, right? I don't want somebody to come along and say, you know what, Phil, you're no longer safe at your home. Now you're heading off to shady trails or wherever. I don't right. want that to happen. Right. Um, you know, I don't want to end up running out of money because, you know, I end up coming down with something awful. And now all of a sudden I'm paying, you know, ten dollars to $15,000 a month for mm-hmm. long-term care services, yeah. you know? And there are ways to avoid that. And I don't want to be put in a position where all of a sudden now, if I don't have the financial wherewithal, you know, I'm becoming this huge financial burden on my family. And it's not just financial. It's a huge emotional burden. It's very stressful. You know, my family, I don't want them to have to leave their jobs to come take care of me or pay for me. Oh,
1: and if uh, if you've got an idea uh, for an upcoming show or a question for Phil, you mm-hmm. can uh, you can send him an email radio at safe harbor dot com. We'll have that in a uh, in an upcoming uh, episode. What uh, what? Topics. Came anything you cover.
2: that has to do with aging, Bill. You know, okay. and I get kind of kind of worked up about this stuff. Yeah. But anything that has to do with aging, Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security benefits, Veterans benefits, what you should do with your aging parents, wills and trusts, probates, senior housing issues, geriatric doctors. You know what's available for you out there. All of these different things are fair game here mm-hmm. in this show, and we want to be kind of a one-stop shop for you to to find different ways and to think about different ways to improve your retirement. He is uh, Phil George, Elder
1: Law Attorney with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on The Aging Hour.
2: I got to say, thank you so much, everybody, for bringing us into your life. And and don't forget to tune in next Saturday at 1. Uh, You know, like we say, don't set your family up for failure in your retirement. Let us help you set your family up for success. I'll
1: see you next week, buddy. You know you will. That's uh, Phil George with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. CBS News just around the corner. We'll also have an update from the KGMI newsroom. And uh, the RM Travel Show, World Travel, uh, coming up next here on KGM